Hello and welcome to Here for SR, a show about iRacing, memes, and more memes. That sounds yeah, it's, right. It's pretty much memes. That sounds that sounds pretty close. A show about memes, iRacing memes, and the memes that make memes. Is that right? Yeah. Get it right? Now, also the meme that is iRacing. Hey Jeff, good evening. Hello, how are you, Tom? Uh, very well. I was speaking to our chat, Manny. Oh. But hello, Manny. Good evening. I'm oh, glad you. I'm glad you're back in. Look uh, at us, active people in chat. That's 45 right. Forty-five seconds into broadcast, New we're record. professionals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you're back. Although Pancake was wonderful. Pancake is always wonderful. I mean, if. It when the uh, poll for driver of the year goes up, I uh, I'm not sure you're gonna make the short list thanks to Pancake. Maybe just man of the year, whatever. Guy of the year, active. <laughs> uh, Shit poster of the year <laughs> might still be you though. I mean, you're you're in with a shout. I think. Thank you. Well, that's all I could really hope for. You know, that's all I want. That's all I can make. And- in honor of our beautiful background image today, I did consider uh, wearing my Dale shirt, um, but you had the wrong numbered one, so I put it away. Inter- interesting. In- yeah, I. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. I, I, I have. I'm very excited to talk about it, but we're going to talk about it later. I actually made the. I'm, I, so I made the I made a model kit of the C5R once, and it was. Um, but I made the winner, the Daytona 24 winner, as uh, yes, as opposed to the three car. I know it's kind of, like, but I made the winning. Car. I mean, I mean, Daytona 24 winner is cool, but is it the three car? No, but it is cool. Admit it. I mean, it's cool-ish. It's pretty cool. Hey, uh, we're gonna go to Maynard early. How does that sound? Maynard right Big away. Day. You ready? Big day for Maynard. Should I bring it in on? the spotlight early. Let me bring him on. Let's get the background up. Get the background up. Time to pull that boy out of his double wide. Maynard? Hell yeah. You watching Darlington, Maynard? Hey, Tom. Hey, Manny. How's it going? <laughs> hey, good brother. Hey, How are you? Uh, not too bad. Got Darlington on in the background. Just taking the, you know, mid-race break. You got to do stand-up, stretch a little bit. And I think that's probably why they made the stages, isn't it, Maynard? I don't, don't even get me started in the stages, brother. What's wrong with the stages? They give you that natural walking break. We ain't, we ain't even going to talk about that. I think me and Tom talked about that last week, didn't we? <laughs> I don't know, but... Darlington, yeah. Hey, let me, let me tell you something. My man, Dale, he you. won... He won Darlington nine times, right? And I got this Dale quote. I done put on my wall because, you know, I race in at Darlington this week, so I got to get inspired. Dale said, you never forget your first love, whether it's a high school sweetheart, a faithful old hunting dog, or a fickle racetrack in South Carolina with a contrary disposition. If you happen <laughs> to be a race car driver, there's no victory so sweet, so memorable as whipping Darlington Raceway. I mean, the man was a philosopher. What more can be said? I'll be honest. That's pretty good. I'll be honest. Uh, that's I looked really at good. that. 
every race I joined in this week, whether it was the I, I tried the NIS out this week mm-hmm. or my league race this morning. Every every day I looked at that and I said, I gotta channel this from Dale. How um so you ran an IS open? Yes, sir, I ran all all four of them, I figure. How'd it go? Any good results? Top ten? Well, yeah, I know you you're pretty good at Darlington. Well, Tom, I hate I hate to tell you this, but you know, racing quality nowadays ain't too good. And you know, you can blame the package, you can blame the the configuration they got right now with Darlington. The but package is pretty terrible to be fair. Yeah. Well ultimately it was it was the driving standards. I don't know how they're letting these people on this thing. But it was just it was just something else, and so unfortunately, I I really couldn't get past like lap fifty or something mm-hmm. until I got wrecked out. So right, and they were not. I mean, you didn't get in the wall yourself. It wasn't my fault. Right. That's what we're asking you. Yeah, that's it, what I'm it, asking. It sounds to me like you saved something like three hundred and seventeen laps of disappointment. So it might have been for the best. Yeah, you know what. It, and I tell you what, I think I think the racing would be much better if they got the 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 original, the good version of Darlington, right? I don't know if you know this, but they done reconfigured it a couple years back. They they, didn't. they they moved the start finish line to the other side of the track, right? So how you got it now? You going into that big turn? I'm gonna call that turn three and four as it is. Uh, then you go into the little turn. That's turn one and two. Now, they got them numbers all flipped around now, and there's a whole different racetrack now that they, they moved that start-finish line. That is confusing. Yeah, so whenever like they go on the TV and they're like, are they going to turn one? I'm like, that's not turn one. That's never been turn one. I don't know what you're talking about. Turn one's always going into that, to Earnhardt Tower right well, there. Here's a question. So when you run an NIS there, how many times did you uh, – Get the start wrong, you know, because you think you're coming out of coming out yeah, four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and you know what else? I done gone in the wrong pits. I can't tell you how many times. Oh no! Wait, hold on. Let, let me let me clarify. They're the right pits, but there just ain't nobody in there on the eye racing. They're all on the back stretch pits. I've been pitting on the front stretch, coming off turn three. You know, right there off that big turn. Yeah. Yeah, but there's just they 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 don't put my equipment and gear on the back stretch. I was like, I ain't painting on the back stretch. I'm gonna, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna go down the front stretch pits, whether or not they be empty or not, and then I'm gonna just go around to the back stretch pits. And you know, you can call the crew chief, tell them to bring the boys and meet you on the back stretch. You won't have to compete for pit stalls. It's gonna be great. You mean the front stretch, but but yeah, I know what you're saying. Uh, I'm not sure what we mean at this point, honestly. The stretch, stretch. Yeah, one of them. But but you know, anyway, the whole thing is built like that because of the minnow pond. Uh, else, probably just be another born 1.5 mile intermediate. So, th- I mean, thank God for that minnow pond. But <laughs> that's what I don't I know. Say, it's, it's, I'd say it's my thank it's God my second minnow. favorite track outside Darlington. I mean, uh, so, excuse me, Daytona and Talladega. Sure. Is it the oldest actually? Is Bristol older? I don't know. Uh, I, I can't tell you, but I, I do believe it was the first super speedway. Yeah, I mean, it's like a... Which one, Daytona? No, no. No, Darlington. Darlington? Yes, sir. Huh. I they're didn't just, know that. I mean, they, they just call it whatever they want, right? Because it's sweat. 
uh, mile and is it three eighths or is it a mile and a half? Uh, one, one, one point three miles, I believe. Yeah, yeah. I believe it's uh, three eighths. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. They can call it whatever they want. They want to call it super speedway. Go for it. It's old. Get grandfathered in that kind of thing, right? Well, they're going flat out nowadays anyway, so might as well be Daytona. So you got, you, you crashed out before lap 50, but you still probably got like a top 10 or something. I, I got wrecked. Out. Yeah. And yeah, one of them, I did get a top 10. I don't know how it worked. Uh, done, done wrecked out lap 65. Sure enough, got like a top 10 out of it. So, hey, I'll take it. So less than 10 cars, just to make sure I understand. So less than 10 cars made it the following 300 laps? Hey, it's a hard track. I ain't not going to lie. Jesus Christ. Manny, it's a hard I track. I can't blame him. You're being a little judgy, I think. Yeah. We're just trying I mean, our best out here. It's true. No, I I get it. I get it. Not everyone's a pro like Manny. Well, I don't know about all that. I don't think I've actually ever driven. I think the last time I drove Darlington was... 2005 on NASCAR Thunder. Wow. That was good. Good that times. Good, good times. Game. Probably a good game. Absolutely. It was fun. Well, I'll tell you something else about this this race they got on right now. Stage two, they done, you know, they, they do this throwback thing for the for the NASCAR race. Stage two, they got throwback announcers. Now, like I said, we ain't oh. going to talk about the stage. Oh. They have different they announcers done, for the just that one stage? They Yep. They done throw, throwback announcers and they got they got okay. three NASCAR champions on there. All right, they had Wait, Dale no. why Jarrett. Didn't they, why didn't they get old announcers? Hold, hold on, gonna, okay. hold, hold, hold on, Tom. I'm okay. explaining this thing. They okay. they are done being announcers. All right, look, they got they got Dale Jarrett. They got Kyle Petty, and uh, they got they got Junior up in there. Three Cup champions. I don't think Junior is a champion. I don't, I don't think Kyle won either. Well, you know what? They they champions in my own heart, all right? So, leave them be. Okay. I, I do know that Junior is at least a Daytona champion, and, I mean, what else look, is there? Uh, he's a Hall of Famer look, now, too. Absolutely. Uh, back, back, in, back in 2004, all right, Junior Dunn said one bad word. Now, we all didn't say that word a million times, I, I guarantee you. And NASCAR said, we, we can't be saying that word on TV. And well, that's what they claim is why they took them points away. Else... Junior done won that championship. So you know what? I'm going to give Junior back them points, and Junior's my champion for 2004. He deserves it. I agree. Who ended up in 04? Was it Kenseth? I think so, and he ain't done won a single race that year, I believe. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Here. That sounds right. Any, okay, you're, you're both picking Kenseth? You're both wrong. Kurt Busch. Oh man, we must. I must Kurt? be thinking about 2003. Kurt Busch. Kurt. Yep. Jesus. Kenseth was wow. 2003. A yeah. trip down memory lane. There you go. Mm-hmm. I get uh, those years a, mixed up. Back to a world where Kurt Busch won races. Yeah. He's in the playoffs. Simpler times. He's, he's still racing. He's still racing. That's right. Mm-hmm. I didn't think about that. Man, he's been. He's one of them last game. racers who raced with Dale. One of them originals. Yeah, that would be pretty old now. Huh? Yes, sir. Hmm. Wow. Uh, you got anything else, Maynard? Any big dirt news down there? I don't know. 
We can talk about Daytona. No, just just dirt, just dirt racing in general. You yeah, you, I mean you're more up on it than I am. Oh, we we don't, we're taking break in dirt racing. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, it's been been all rainy. How do you feel about a uh, weed sport coming to iRacing? Uh, Jeff says Kurt told Kyle to hold his bowels. <laughs> <laughs> in the chat, excellent image. I love it. Hold his bowels like. <laughs> Like what you get out in the kitchen? Uh, yeah. I don't get yep. it. Yeah, no, because they're brothers. It's a type you know what of I mean? kitchen. You no, know, because they're brothers and they had to do chores. You understand? Yeah, yeah, guess. Yeah, you get it. Done, done a lot of chores. Yeah, you get it. Weed so, sport, you know, that sounds like a drug. I'm, I'm not too, too uh, keen on that drugs. I, I think it's a, I think it's like cycling, but you can smoke dope or something. That's all right. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a fan of that. Yeah, I think it's a badminton court where people just go and smoke. I could be wrong. That sounds. I'm not, it not sounds right. It. I know that iRacing has been kind of expanding the content, and people have been asking for more and more, you know, unusual tracks. So I think I think you might be right there. And I think that badminton angle it, it caters to the international crowd really well. I think they need uh, more. They. Maybe get that old Darlington, old Bristol, like we talked about. I don't. You know what? I'm just gonna let that go, Manny. You can have that comment. And just, <laughs> just leave it. I was gonna start searching how like international play badminton. I was like, fuck it, screw it. There could be a badminton World Cup. I'm not aware of it, but it might exist. Hey, Maynard, you ever play badminton? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, I'm looking forward to weed sport because you know I've been four ten boy this week. We gonna talk about Daytona or what? Are you gonna, can yeah, I get yeah, back to my Darlington race? Are we gonna talk about Daytona? You, you tell us Daytona, and then you can get back to Washington Cup, have another bush light or whatever. Right. What is that? What is that? What all sponsors right, that, the bush right now? Sounds good. I don't even know who. What? Who? Who's who? Who was the bush light car? Harvick. Yes, a Ford or something. Yeah, yeah. Garbage. Yeah. <laughs> All right, look. Listen, 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 listen. All right. 20, 24 car doing gone victory lane last week, Daytona. It's some good, some bad. You know, I, I done love to see Daytona night, 4th of July weekend. is a brilliant, wonderful, wonderful event. Hendrick going back to victory lane in how many years? It's crazy. I'll tell you what, though. They, tell, they say this kid that won that race – he doesn't learn to learn how to drive on i racing. I don't know what kind of deal you got to do win a couple i races and getting a getting a cup ride, but hook me up with that. You know what I'm saying? Well, Maynard, first you'd have to win an i racing race. I have won a race. I have you know. Uh, was it I have won at Daytona. Was it a league race though? It don't matter. <laughs> oh, it matters. I won plenty of AI racing as well. I've done doing the AI since it came out. I'm surprised you're using the beta uh, UI to get the AI racing, actually. Well, I got to call up my, my son and be like, hey, get me in one of them AI races. Because, you know, I'm, I I go on the website most mostly. That's very progressive of you, Maynard. I just no, I say, no, no, don't, get, don't. Me, get me in that Daytona, <laughs> and he says, he says, I'll put you on AI because they're not at Daytona this week. I said, all right, that's fine. Don't talk about progressive banking, progressive 
politics. Yeah, we don't can't. Manage. We can't. Well, we can't be talking about that. Don't, All right. don't, don't make don't. me mad. He's gonna get mad. Uh, yeah, but uh, so he made the playoffs with that win, right? He wasn't gonna get in without. Is that is that right? Oh, uh, I I don't, I don't know nothing about that, but yeah, yeah, that's what they'd be saying. Not really, I guess. You're not really up on the point system, but. Well, hold, let me explain to you something. All right, every Monday morning, or you know, after the after the cup race, first thing I done, I I go tally the results. All right, so I got I go into my spreadsheets, and I give them points. I give I you get a point for lap lead, you get a point for something else. I can't remember. I got to look at my points chart, but I, I I done I go and give them points how how it would done been right in like two thousand two, two thousand. Three ninety nine five whatever, and then I keep that spreadsheet going through a whole season. At the end of the season, I done crown my champion. That's you crown major. your champion. Well, no, I crown the champion. Uh, NASCAR crowns their own champion the, the wrong way. People's champion is is what you're crowning. This is this is the the true champion. This you is know, how it, it's always been. This is how it always should be. You might you might need some. You might need a website. I think you could get some followers on Twitter or something. I don't know what that is, but I don't want to be followed. It sounds sounds kind of <laughs> yeah. creepy. Hey, hey, in the chat, uh, we had a question for you. Uh, do, what do you think about progressive insurance? Well, I'm not too big on the insurance either, to, you to be honest. You don't you. have insurance? I ain't going to tell you tell you no way or the other. All right. I'm just saying, they're just taking your money. So, and you put progressive he's, on top of taking your money you. out of the, it's hard to argue. You're just going to make me mad again, I'll tell you what. It's like when you get doored and iRacing gives you a 4X and not the other guy. That's what it's like, right? That yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. You call it the net code or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you just learn the way. I haven't seen a lot deals. of that in league races, though. Almost none. Well, do you race a lot of leagues or what? I dabble. I dabble. Not me. Uh, another one in the chat, uh, curious on your thought on stages. I know, uh, I know we touched on it earlier. It's just fake. I think, uh, yeah. what's his name done said a couple years ago, uh, Edwards, he said, why, why would we have three races? Why don't we just have three races? You know what I'm saying? Like why, why stop the race to start another race? Let's just do three races. Like super, like Viet Super. That seems yeah. logical. Yeah. That's all there is to it. They just want to make more races, more, more yellows, more commercials. That's it. They're just selling commercials. Mm. They got a bunch up them fields. They got to get that lucky dog and get them wave around. Most cars only lap one time ever in history in motorsports. Get that right? funky we don't dog. need that manufactured garbage. I get it. You know, Maynard, I think they should put you in charge of NASCAR. We might see a resurgence. Well, I think so, too. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate Go it. Go back to my NASCAR Thunder 2000. We're, we're going to have to. Uh, I think we're going to have to start that hashtag, Tom uh, Maynard, for NASCAR press, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be like hashtag. Fuck. Is, is, is it Phelps? Is that the guy? Uh, I don't care. What's his name? his name? France something. Fran- Bill France? I thought Bill, Bill France. France. 
Uh, well, uh, that's something you could probably get down with that hashtag. Fuck France. Whoa, uh, whoa, go, whoa. Go that's, that's, that's what you always say, right? All right. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> no one can get Maynard I think to say that on. I think you've traumatized Maynard enough. <laughs> FCC going to give us a fine, you know what I'm saying? You can't use that kind of language. Just you. That's what happened. That's what happened to Junior. Done. Got that championship writ from him. Well, that's what they claim, anyway. Same thing. All right, Maynard. Uh, oh. Yeah, I got to get this race you know, get, if you don't mind. Fine. No, no, go ahead. It was, it was excellent. Always yes, a pleasure, Maynard. Yes, sir. It's my pleasure. I'll see y'all later. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, enjoy that race. Yeah, I'm going. All right. Uh, Manny, do you want to talk F1? Do you want to talk Corvette? <laughs> F1. Or, <laughs> or do you want to talk uh, a little intentional wrecking? I think we got to start with, with F1. I mean, it's the race today was incredible. It's very good. Uh, Obviously, you know, the situation with Ferrari, uh, I mean, it really just goes from bad to worse week after week. And every time we think they've hit rock bottom, they find a new bottom to hit. Uh, Today in their home Grand Prix, we had uh, Vettel uh, straight through the uh, polystyrene boards. Which was cool. And then we had uh, Leclerc uh, choose to end it all in Parabolica rather than drive that car for one more lap. In the chat, uh, Hamilton is stupid, confirmed? Uh, maybe not stupid. I think that... I assume it was the team They call. gambled on not getting called out on it, and Giovinazzi made the same gamble. I mean, I assume uh, it just had to be an error, right? Yeah, I feel like, I feel like one makes you stupid, two makes you negligent. Yeah. So it sounds like... They tried to pull a fast one, and uh, the FIA wasn't having it. Um, luckily, uh, I think it spiced up the race quite a bit from the first 20 laps of uh, processional hamilton Botas for Stappen that we've seen for a lot of the season. What? Um, and turned it into, honestly, the most interesting race in maybe the last 12 years. Well, I will say that the red flag kind of made... Almost a stage break. It felt a little artificial, um, but it was... If Maynard's still listening, shield your ears. No, he's gone. Thank God. Okay. Uh, uh, I may have made it feel a little artificial, but I do think that the entertainment value kind of made up for it. You know what I mean? Because we know that the... If you think about it, I mean, the red flag was for repairing the barrier, so it's not like actually like super artificial yes and uh comment in the chat i love the standing start post red flag yeah i agree i thought it was fabulous uh rather than do, do they do all, have they always done that to be honest with you it's been so long since i've seen a red flag in, yeah. in f1 i couldn't i couldn't answer that honestly yeah i i was really surprised it was cool it was totally cool but i i do kind of wonder and i understand why they didn't do it but I kind of felt like they should have just moved Hamilton and Giovinazzi to the back. That's what they basically did with the penalty. But, but we still had the standing start with Hamilton in front. <laughs> I don't know. It was yeah, fun. but, I mean, he still had to serve it anyway. He did. So he did. 
It wasn't. Um, it wasn't the end result. That in itself, I mean, really spoke to Mercedes' dominance. Uh, they banned the so this weekend they banned them from using quality modes for the engine, and then they go to reset the track record, the all-time track record, with an average speed of, I think it was 164 miles an hour, wow. uh, on on a race engine mode. So no more party mode, wow. and then. Uh, they go into the race very obviously faster than every single car around them. Uh, and for that car to drive back from, I think when Hamilton left the pits post penalty, he was about 30 seconds behind last place to drive all the way back to seventh. I mean, short of replacing the Mercedes tires with sleds or more spec uh, or more tire failures like we saw in Silverstone a few weeks. I think no one's touching Mercedes. I think we'll still get interesting midfield, which we've been fortunate to have for the last couple of years. And I mean, this, the top three from this race, what a race Gasly with his maiden win, completing the redemption journey from last year, getting demoted from Red Bull, uh, going all the way back to Toro Rosso, which then became Alpha Tauri, and consistently outperforming Albon in the uh, inferior car week after week after week, and then finally culminating in a win today, being becoming the first winner for uh, Alpha Tauri's uh, since Sebastian did it at Monza in 2008. Mm-hmm. I mean, just incredible. And Carlos signs as well in second place. I mean, one more lap and he probably would have had Gasly, but that's racing. And Lance Stroll, who, um, Tom, you may know, I say that everyone sleeps on. He's not the best driver in F1 by any means, but I think he's a little better than a lot of people give, give him credit for being bringing it home in P3. I mean, just a, a fabulous race. Uh, it was very entertaining. At at if nothing else can be said, I think we get. I think F one probably gave themselves gave themselves a lot of fans. I noticed on Twitter, like the people that normally aren't tweeting about F one, where you know there's a lot of wows and OMGs and other things the kids say. And I think that the podium celebration from today is. I mean, that's got to go down in my all-time favorites. Just the three of them, uh, Gasly, Signs, and Stroll, they just, they could not have been happier to be there. And I think just that sheer, you know, the joy on that podium and then Gasly just sitting there, uh, just taking it all in, you know. What an incredible last 12 months Gasly's had post-emotion, losing one of his best friends, uh, Antoine Hubert, in the spa crash in F2 last year, and then to go all the way uh, through his trials and tribulations and win today. Just an amazing story, and uh, hopefully a sign of better things to come for him going forward. I'm sure that uh, Helmut, Marco, and Christian are looking at uh, Gasly a little differently than they were this time last year, so... It was excellent. Uh, you might want to check that beautiful background. Be up by Ooh, your head. yes. With a P4. That's right. I think that was... Actually, no, that'd be a second best result because he was 
Was it him or Sainz that was promoted to the podium in Brazil last year? Oh, you're asking the hard questions, man. So, uh, Got to brush up on those, Chief. Those are rookie numbers. I need, I need, we need more support in the chat. <laughs> but yeah, um, so F1 overall, nine point five out of ten would watch again. Oh, absolutely. You know, man, these backgrounds are just that's what I was thinking. Hugely difficult to move around. There we go. I want, the, I want the court back. Wow. All right. This is this is art. This is something. Oh, and CompuWare. Man, I haven't thought about CompuWare in years. Oh, well, I'm exhausted after getting those backgrounds changed. Anyway. Uh, What's next? I think we're going to go to the Corvette. Yeah, so, new to iRacing. The best Corvette ever made. Uh, they just announced it. It kept it under secret. We're finally getting the C5R, Manny. I'll be honest. If they brought back the C5R, I would weep. Day one buy for me. Well, they are. I just told you. Uh, in the chat, signs from last year is apparently the answer. Yes. Says, okay. says Mr. Lewis Lando Racing. This year. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, the 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 C five R Manny. That's the car we're getting. Uh, I mean it's the C five plus three R, but yes. No, I'm pretty sure I know what I said. <laughs> I made it the background for a reason. What, what are understand. we? What are we racing it in? Is it like a Formula Sprint, but uh, with C five R's? They're gonna they're gonna. Last I are heard, they bringing they, it back to IMSA. Last I heard, it's the C5R in its own sprint format, as well as the start of a uh, early thousands uh, IMSA throwback series. You see, I feel like they need to they need to fl finish flushing out Fanatec GT Challenge uh, first before we do that. No, that's like five years too uh, modern. I don't know, Chief. Those are pretty good days. Uh, yeah, they were pretty good days. Those are some of the first um, memories I have of sports car racing in person. Yeah, absolutely. It's really good. Um, you want to tell everyone the 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 real deal? Yeah. So, uh, for those of you not aware, uh, if you've been playing iRacing but somehow hiding under a rock during that period, we have the glorious. Corvette C8R. Shockingly uh, you almost said announced. six. You almost said six. Oh, man. I really want that six, man. What can I say? I, mean, I, I want the five, I want the six, and I want the Greenwood. But, uh, but yeah, so in a shock announcement, uh, the C8R is coming to iRacing on Wednesday? Mm -hmm. Wednesday? Mm -hmm. I think Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday. And, I mean, to say that iRacing Twitter was ablaze would be, I think, an understatement. It was one of the more shock announcements, I think, that... I'm actually very surprised they were able to keep it under wraps. Because, I mean, they announced it, what, a, less than a week before the build? I have... Uh, I, I suspect that maybe the pandemic might have helped them keep it under wraps a little bit. Though, I also feel that maybe the pandemic contributed 
a little bit to um, maybe iRacing's ability to convince Pratt and Miller to allow them to uh, take it with the viewership numbers that the IMSA Virtual Series was pulling in in lieu of uh, real racing for the, you know the first few months. So why is it that everyone was so like, oh my God, Pratt and Miller finally let him do it? Because we have the C6R and Pratt and Miller, as far as I know, made that car, right? Yeah, so um, my understanding of the backstory of this is that for, so there was an initial agreement with the C6R um, to bring it in. Uh, However, at the time of implementation, Pratt and Miller was unhappy with the amount of, uh, I guess, technical detail that they had had to provide. And they tried to pull back on their authorization of the car, um, which iRacing contested and was able to put it in. But ever since that point, um, Pratt and Miller just never wanted to work with iRacing again, at least as I understand the story. Uh, So I suspect that um pratt and miller may have been strong-armed a little bit uh by uh general motors and chevy but uh yes um as jeff mentioned in chat uh part of it as well was since uh iRacing uses a custom bm uh bop balance of performance rather than deferring to uh whatever you know the spec series might have used at that time uh to maintain you know any competition within class uh, to be viable rather than you having to use one car or another. Um, They were unhappy with the fact that uh, the Chevy wasn't going to get a default BOP advantage over the Aston in the GT1 class. Um, And really, Brian Miller held on to that for about a decade until finally they were, uh, I I guess, uh, strong-armed into allowing iRacing to do the scan for the C8R. That's stupid. I mean, I I do imagine that Chevy said in NASCAR we had this thing, we had the Invitational Series in NASCAR, do the Sims a thing, you know, we're getting the car in iRacing. And, uh, you know, and and really though, you know, it doesn't take many years for um, things to be very different, even at possible leadership level. I'm not saying I know anything about the inner workings of Brett and Miller, but it's very possible that yeah, I you would know. fully believe that. I mean, I, I'm guessing that some leadership has changed uh, and maybe, you know, company vision and outlook on sim racing has definitely changed over the past year, uh, the past decade, but particularly the past, I'd say, two to three years with, you know, the entry of Coca-Cola as a title sponsor for the NASCAR series and a multi-year agreement, plus Porsche and BMW both investing significantly in uh to top level sim racing competition so i'm sure that chevy's looking at this with one eye and going look you know that's our future market that these people are uh pushing at how can we have you know the halo american sports car and not be where our future buyers are so yeah um even if they don't own the new balances yet i'm sure there's 
quite a few people happy on iRacing uh, to be seeing this car, myself included. I think it's going to be great uh, from a competitive standpoint to have an up-to-date uh, GT Endurance car, and I'm really looking forward to driving it. Should be good. I um, can only get so excited about having more GT3 or GT cars, but I mean, more certainly isn't worse. Uh, I hope the I hope the BOP is good, and I hope it's a fun car. And I'm sure, honestly, I probably will be buying it. So, uh, then again, I mean, you're a bit of a. Hmm. Yes. Uh, you're very particular about the things you drive, which no, I understand. I don't think so. I don't know what you mean. Uh, I drove a 410 a bunch today. I mean, but you've been you've been grinding that 410, buddy. Uh, in the chat, thoughts on getting rid of the DP and adding LMP2 and C8R to IMSA. I mean, I think the DP's no old, yeah. Honestly. I mean, it's you got to do it. Get it gone. And I got. I guess one thing we don't know yet for sure, we suspect that it's just LMP2, but we don't know for sure, is what do you uh, mean? whether the Delara LMP2, which is coming to iRacing, is also the basis for the Cadillac DPI. So what we don't know yet for sure is whether it will run under the DPI banner with Cadillac uh, branding for the IMSA series, or whether it's going to be straight LMP2. I suspect it'll be straight LMP2. I think the Corvette is maybe enough surprise for now, but um, it would be very interesting if uh, we come to find out on Wednesday that, uh, whoops, forgot to mention, uh, this is going live with the DPI package. Hmm. You know, that's true. It's the same chassis, isn't it? Yes. Uh, the only difference is between uh, running, I believe it's the Gibson V8 in the spec package and running the proprietary Cadillac V8. Huh. Well, that's but otherwise, I believe the aero package is the same. Well, I don't know if the aero package is, but the chassis is. But um, but yeah. Uh, as for getting rid of the DP, um, I ha I will I think always have fond memories of it being the car that I won the Daytona 24 in this year. Um, so I think I'll always have fond memories of it, and it was a bit of a meme otherwise, but very fun for the IMSA special events. Uh, Petit Le Mans, Watkins Glen six hour, which we didn't see run this year and um the daytona 24 so while um i think a lot of people are happy to see it go um particularly from a modernity standpoint i'll i'll always have a soft spot for it in the chat dp never broken i wrote bam <laughs> i'm gonna get rid of this fellow out of the chat I mean, it was a little broken. Uh, so for those of you who have never raced the DP before, um, I don't know if it's don't, still this way in the current build. It basically is what you should say. Don't. Don't race the DP. <laughs> for those who uh, raced it in uh, Season 1 this year for uh, Daytona, uh, the DP had a very interesting feature, which was that the it's i believe the only car on iRacing 
that does fuel and tires simultaneously. So well, that's not true. What else does it? GT4. Does it really? Yeah. At least well, it did for the go. endurance stuff. All right. So one of the only cars on iRacing that does fuel and tires simultaneously. Well, and NASCAR, but uh, I understand what you meant. Yes. Um, so the tire change actually takes less time than fuel. And so, it also takes less time than a driver swap. So, so why the did... trick to a competitive setup in the DP was to run a quality setup for 45 minutes, which is about as long as fuel lasts, burn through 40, 50% of the tires and just single sit because you never need double. Well, that's GT4 is like that too. So wait, in real life, are they fueling and doing tires at the same time? I don't think so. Are they? Not in DPI, no, but I believe in the uh, C7 oh DP days they were. Uh, I don't even know what to Google to find that out, but I'm trying to I think. guess we just have to go back to like 2015. Just have to watch a race. Watch a, yeah, yeah, exactly. We'll, someone uh, we'll someone back watch a race time. right now, and then in you have about 15 minutes, and then you tell us in the chat. Jeff, go. Yeah, that honestly sounds way better than uh, me. Do, so that'd be great. Uh, yeah, the, the I think that really it's going to be good to get the DP, for, even regardless if nothing takes its place, like to get it out of the top class because it's, it's old. It's not a bad car. It's just it looks... Like they don't, the cars don't look like that anymore at the top floor. Top and it, speaking of uh, moving the LMP2 and C8R to IMSA, this means that as of this coming week, uh, two classes of IMSA, if I'm not mistaken, will be correct. So we're going to have the Porsche, albeit not on the new exhaust, which is still an IMSA, albeit uh, MIA for the rest of the season due to um, COVID-related uh, withdrawal. Then we have BMW, Team RLM, still running it. Uh, then we have uh, the Corvette, still balling. Uh, and Ferrari, which occasionally Reese does run, at least for the Endurance Cup. Yep. So we'll have an up-to-date GTE class. And then with the LMP2, I believe everyone uses the Orica right now. Uh, which I think is kind of the world beater uh, around the world. But I think that the Delar is the second most competitive chassis with the Ligier uh, being the uh, third uh, most competitive chassis for LMP2. Do you want me so, to check or do you do? Um, if you want us to stand I'm by pretty confident it, on this. Perfect. Yeah. Run it. Pretty confident on this. You heard it here. Everyone should buy Ligier. Is that what you said? Orca. Orca is the car to buy. I know uh, I know tons yeah, of top flight luck. LMP2 teams. No, 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 no. no you're, you're telling the IRL teams to buy this car. Oh, I know, yeah. Because I know yeah. they all listen if, to the uh, show. If Starworks is watching, yeah. buy an Orca. Yeah. 100%. Well, I know all of Starworks listens to the show. So. Very good. Very good. Uh, let's talk about intentional wrecking. Uh, quick from the chat. What if iRacing added the LMP3 and made a prototype challenge? Well, prototype three, you could do a, you could do a like a European Le Mans as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. That you can make two series out of that. You don't even need to make a prototype challenge anymore. Uh, if the rumors about 2021 IMS are to be believed, it looks like the mm-hmm. LMP3 is getting added to the main IMSA series. Uh, so we will have three prototype classes and then uh, the dead carcass of GTLM and the extremely healthy GT Daytona field. Well, GT3 uh, is the way to go. Even though I can't understand, I understand that it's like a great class, but it's not that cheap. You know, that's what really blows me away. It just it just must be popular. Which, which one? GT3. It's not particularly inexpensive. Uh, it is a fraction of the cost of a GTLM team. Uh, the but, reason that GTLM is dying is because no one can afford to run it. Uh, yeah, unless you're, right. you're a manufacturer team. And, and, uh, and the and level of competition. Compared to the cost of that, it's way cheaper. But but GT3 is not a particularly cheap class. I'm uh, not aware of many cheap classes to race in. In general, uh, period. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. I think true. even uh, I think even the GT4s and IMSA these days are between forty and $65,000 a weekend to run. So when you look at it that way, I mean, I don't think that uh, anyone looking to run GT3 is uh, pinching pennies. No, no. I don't think that's that's really a question, but I think that you'd be running a different car if you, if you were, I guess. So it's interesting. It is definitely yeah. a gentleman's class, and- though. Um, I think it's a mixture of gentleman drivers and professional drivers at this point. It might have started out but, more. But, but I think the pro programs are either small, like there's not many of them and they're well-funded to do a certain thing when, we, when big races, or they have pro drivers in a pro car to essentially sell their pro-am drives as a team, you know, Absolutely. market themselves. Because they make a ton of money for it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting. And unfortunately, with the state of racing as it is, I don't foresee the gentleman driver situation uh, lessening. If anything, I see it. I see it growing in the next uh, couple of years as the cost of racing continue to increase. Manufacturer uh, and uh, sponsor support continues to stay flat or decrease. Um, we're definitely going to see a lot more deep pocket uh, Sunday specials uh, just trying to get uh, the racing credits in. Uh, and ultimately, that's, I think, what's going to save the series long long term. Okay, let's get attention to wrecking. I said we're going to talk about it. We dilly-dallied. Let's get right into it. You know who I'm talking about. Straight in. Straight in. Uh, last week at Spa... In the Porsche, let's see, let's see, let me get this right. The iRacing Porsche Esports Super Cup. I think that's right. Sponsored that's or pr- pr- presented I presented never, by Tay Hoyer. That sounds right. I, I never remember that. Well done. Uh, last week at Spa, we had uh, Max Benecke make a questionable move on Josh Rogers and come back across the chicane and hit they they collected he collected Josh and Josh hit the barrier pretty good. Uh I think questionable is a pretty generous 
uh, analysis of the incident. I agree. Uh, do you have a clip up of it? Uh, I have a different clip up in a, in a moment. Would you like a clip of the the first? I could probably find I, it. If if you happen to find it, it might be good to add context to what made uh, the incident that we're going to discuss in particular so uh, questionable, uh, to be polite. I do have one. Let's see here. Let's see what we can do. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. It is up on screen. This is the incident from Spa, okay? So this is Max here, and that's Josh. And we're about to go through Eau Rouge. Uh, anyway, any audio only. Uh, Max on the left side. Doesn't get the move done through Eau Rouge. Josh holds him off. So now he's, what, two car lengths back and falling? At least two car lengths here, yes, Manny? That was a big boy extension. Uh, just, you know, to add on the exit of Radion. Okay. Uh, so we're headed in the first corner of the chicane, the right-left. So it looks like the interval hasn't updated, but what would you say that is, Tom, about three-tenths of a second back? Yeah. Yeah, around that were three car lengths. Yeah. It's not nothing. So, so... Uh, we're approaching the gray area of uh, where a passing move or a dive bomb. Oh, we are deep in the dive bomb category. Let's yeah. let's let's continue. Hmm. He's gonna do it. Oh, he's really doing it. He's he's doing it. He's, he's really doing it. He's wrecking. And for, wrecking. and I mean that's just. At that level, I mean, there's really no excuse for that move. It is. It's honestly. And for, it's and for it's anyone sad. familiar with the car, like everyone who's ever driven that car on iRacing knows that there is no way you're making that corner, breaking that late. I mean, he and he knew it too. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. Okay, we have that action. And for additional context, uh, this is also, uh, as I believe I've seen him refer to it on social media, Mr. 11,000, the first person on iRacing history to hit 11,000 iRating. So this is not uh, Joe Schmo we've picked up from off the street uh, and dumped into a uh, world championship event. No. He is one of the top fellas on the service. Let's go to Jamie Fluke's stream. The man, the myth, the legend. Breaking the down. The OG, a real one. Breaking down what happened this week. Uh, let's bring it up, Manny. You'll have to you'll have to refer to the stream. Roger. Here and audio's on for you, even. Oh, right. So he lets off the ah, uh, oh, oh, that's good. Right, down the brake, but yeah, he's not he's not holding the brakes anywhere near as hard as he should. And then speeds up. Yeah, he's that's intentional. Come on. He just releases oh, the brake. Mm-hmm. 
knows what he's done there. He knows. Yep. Uh, and I mean, the revs tell the story there. Let's Ooh. let's listen to what I don't know if you heard it, but what is what does Jamie Fluke say? What a sad human being. Yeah. It's uh. He knows what he's done there. He knows. It's unfortunate, honestly. I I feel as though two consecutive weeks of this uh, with this more or less removing, I would say, Rogers from the equation for the world championship. Uh, two consecutive weeks of this behavior, same cars, same same driver, uh, who c- it could be very convincingly argued was at fault in both incidents. Uh, at this level of racing, particularly the second incident, where we actively see via the telemetry that we saw on Jamie Fluke's stream that he has released the brake, and in fact, the revs shoot up just before making contact. Mm-hmm. So he is moving perpendicular to the track. Yep. I mean, that, that kind of behavior is just unacceptable at any level, but much less at a world championship event. I think that maybe, you know, when in third or fourth split IMSA, you can argue that, you know, it's a matter of experience, people trying to uh, work through maybe some of the intricacies of the car at this level with the people in question, there's that there's no claiming that this was an accident or that he was unaware of what he was doing. Um, I think it's, very clear he knew exactly what he was doing and exactly the ramifications it would have on uh josh's title challenge um and uh honestly i think it's shameful it's too bad that i see i don't know even if even if you give him the benefit of doubt and say they were just poor decisions because it was a bad decision to put himself there this week at at, at nord's um, you know, on the grass there, after as as he was fighting with Rogers, like it's a bad decision. But even you get the benefit out and say, okay, it's only a bad decision. You know, so it's not intentional. Say we decide it wasn't intentional, or we can't prove it wasn't was intentional. You are eleven thousand I rating. If it's not intentional, then you are just completely, like, you have passed the point of even caring. You know what I mean? And one thing I should note for anyone who doesn't race regularly and doesn't understand the, I guess, significance of 11,000 I rating, it doesn't have so much to do with winning races as much as a mentality, I would argue, a single-minded mentality to finish the race, no matter the cost. Um, And to finish in the top half of the field, no matter the cost. So when you look at the second clip in particular, with that in mind, this uh, Max having grinded all of these years with finishing the race, no matter the cost, and you see the choice that is made, he had no intention of finishing that race. Yeah, which which is also bizarre to me because the the man is not in really a championship winning position, but he's not, 
you know, I think he's still he's still like seventh six, or something. Yeah, I six mean, or seven. Yeah, and we're not talking small amounts of money per position there. You know what I mean? No, no. The championship is what three hundred thousand dollars for prize pool. Uh, yeah, like that? it's it's quite high. Yeah, two hundred. I mean, so I I don't know what he's. Why not just take the points? Why why do these things? Why hit Rogers? Uh, I think he's just playing with fire. I don't I don't really understand. Uh, the man, I guess. I don't understand, but and and we won't get into um, you know, some of the drama earlier in the summer with um his uh his uh setup service pure oh, driver. Um, but this really this has not been Max Benecke's summer by any means. No. Uh, between his Porsche Cup results and um. Uh, you know, questionable interpretations of um, some of the decisions that have been made uh, by his business over the past few months. It's been definitely, I think, a summer to forget, but I think a summer at the same time that says maybe more than he would like to about what he's putting into the service and where he's devoting his attention right now. Yeah, I think that I think the only real high point I can remember was when Germany won VCO Cup of Nations and he was one of the members of the team Germany. But even then, so I mean, I was in the VCO Discord because I represented the U.S. and damn at, right you did. You did well. <laughs> I, I should note for the podcast. That if it weren't for Tom, the U.S. never would have advanced past day one. Uh, assuming we wouldn't have someone better than me, I suppose, which isn't necessarily that hard to find. But, but yes, I, I had a reasonable IndyCar race, as did as did Dallas uh, Potaska, who who ran, yes. and uh, in the sudden death round. But even then, we had Beneke. I think it was Jeremy Botelup who. He was like, "Hey, man, you, you did, you know, you made this move, and I, such and such." And Beneke was like, "You're," in he, and, and he's like, "Oh, L, you're so pathetic." And I just thought it was weird. It was a strange thing. I didn't understand. I, I know that it was. It's kind it's of just a, a very strange reaction. I understand it's I kind think. of a private server. You know, it's not like yeah. it, it, it's mostly competitors, but it's still like the people that are there, like. I mean, you're kind of a public figure in the in the community, and you know and these, you I have think a business. Even beyond that, when you think of some of the people that were involved in the VCO Cup of Nations, I mean, some of these guys have been racing together with Max for quite a while. So for him to, I guess, come out of pocket and react like that is unbecoming. Yeah. Uh, might be the friendliest term i can think of for it but uh i would say that for you know a moderate to serious observer of the sim racing community particularly in iRacing as a whole um it has definitely soured my outlook on uh how i feel about his exploits on the service yeah, and and fairly or unfairly, you know, I don't know him well, and uh, or really at all. And if and and one hopes that 
that this this sort of the optics that we've been getting doesn't really accurately reflect them. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Because I don't. I mean, I hope PDS does well. I hope you know he's he's the highest I rating road or whatever. I hope you know he's a great part of the community. But uh, at the moment, it, it yeah, it hasn't been. I don't. I don't harbor very good feelings. Yeah, unfairly or unfairly at the moment, it it's sort of it, these things have been building up. You know, and I'm to me who's. I mean, I'm you know, supposed to show, you know, me- mediocre driver, but to, to and maybe, but maybe that's the kind of the most important people that care about what he looks like because he does have yeah. a business, you know. And and to me, it doesn't yeah, look good. Ultimately, we're at that level where you know, when you're looking towards you know aspiring to getting beyond where we might be in terms of I rating or achievements, we're looking towards the Max Maneckes of the world, the Sebastian Jobs, the Jamie Fluke. Uh, the Jamie Flukes and the Josh Rogers, like but there's only one Jamie Fluke. Don't use plural. God bless, God bless. But um, yeah, I think it's it's sad, honestly. And I, uh, like you said, I wish nothing but the best for him personally, and I wish this is to be successful. I think that um, with PDS coming on the scene in the last year and sponsoring a series on iRacing. Um, I definitely feel as though um, it's caused VRS, I think, to take setups maybe a little more seriously again um, in terms of uh, even anecdotal. I just, I myself switched to PDS for a while uh, for setups. um, And then uh, when I started feeling like they weren't maybe taking it as seriously or not devoting the time that the expenditure was uh, suggesting they would spend on it, given the limited series they support. Um, I moved back to VRS, and I immediately found that uh, it felt like, I mean, obviously there have been a lot of variables, changes in the tire model, changes in uh, vehicle dynamics and BOP, um, but I absolutely felt as though uh, the rest had really stepped their game up on the on the uh, setups front, and the tutorial videos I thought uh, went from kind of mailing it in maybe on a couple of them to some of them. Uh, I'd like to make a special note to Julian Dunn, uh, who does the Indie Pro, uh, and I think maybe one or two other series. But the tutorial videos they're putting up now to complement their setups are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Julian does. Uh... USF 2000 as well, and they're really excellent. Although, Julian and I messaged you about it. Your <laughs> oval line could use a little work. But uh, his gateway one was decent. His gateway one was decent. His his indie uh, road for the USF 1000 that data pack and lap is nuts. I I have no idea how he that lap. I don't, I I. Uh, you know, I had the pleasure to race against him at Suzuka in the Indy Pro a few weeks back with our beloved Pancake who hosted last week. And I mean, the the guy's driving is just unbelievable. Well, Extremely talented that, guy. And very nice as well. Yeah, he, he did seem nice when I messaged him. And I was kind of being like, derp derp, this is 4K man telling you how to drive. But at the same time, he was nice. And he's like, oh yeah, check the line. And that was cool. But uh, that, you know, because normally I can get within, I don't know, half a second, a few tenths, at least in a one-lap pace. But that Indy Road lap, I 
I do. I'll get within a second of it, and I'm like ecstatic. I, I don't know what what was going on that day with him, but it's it's brutal. It's anyway. incredible. Very, yeah. very, very good. Yeah, really good. But That's one I of think the best coaches. Final verdict on intentional wrecking. He he knows better. He is expected to do better. He should do better. I would be mildly disappointed if this doesn't end up in a point stalking situation or some other form of administrative action. I think they suspend to ref- him to reflect that. I think they suspend him. I I think that there's you kn- and I think we've some of I think maybe five years ago, and I wasn't involved with the community, but the vibe that I get the. the is that a world championship might have been more for the competitors than yeah. than the people watching, but we have Absolutely. but now we have Porsche involved and we yes we have a big prize pool and I understand that most of the people watching this are i racers, but I think that and I understand you never wanna, however with it being broadcast on the Porsche channel I would argue that it's probably it's, yeah. the widest audience they've had outside of the broadcasts. Uh, races on NBC for the Coke series. Yeah, totally. And I and I think that I do understand that it's possible there might be more leeway now because you do you don't want to discourage drivers from attacking. You know, I, I understand that. But and, I th- and no one's asking for that to happen. No, no, but no. I agree. I agree. I think this I mean, is something. This is definitely detracting from the show when you have the defending champion taken out two weeks in a row. In by the same not, card, that's in, really I think what leaves maybe a worse taste. And they weren't like, oh wow, they battled for three corners and touched. It was yeah. it was like a very poor decision, like we said at best, and and just wrecking at worst. It's it's, it's a bummer. Uh, so final verdict. Okay, let, let's do this, man. This is fun. If you were the steward. And 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 now that and we're saying you're the steward, you don't have to answer to anyone. Uh, it's just you. What is a fair? What's a fair judgment? Uh, do you know how many race? Uh, how many points a race win is worth in uh the Super Cup? I can tell you pretty quickly, but I don't know. I think it's two hundred. I could be wrong. Ooh, I but... think that's too high. I think you're wrong. Okay, well, let's uh, you keep going, and I'll tell you. Um, I would dock the equivalent of a race win in points, okay, and a seven to fourteen day uh, suspension from the service. From the service. That's the only way you're going to send a message to not just the uh, competitors, but also the community as a whole that no one is above their rules. Hmm. Because I would argue that, particularly with the second incident, it would be very, I would be very surprised if that were to happen in just one of the normal hourly or bi-hourly races and that protest not be accepted and result in some form of action, disciplinary action. I would agree. Yeah. I think the points, I actually think that a race ban might be not unfair. Honestly. Like a week ban, so when they go to Lama in two weeks. Yeah. But we'll see. Well, we will see. I. Uh, I think the only bad option here is for nothing to be said or done at all. I agree. 
I know a uh, little inside information that the first one went under the fault uh, given and nothing more. So I don't know if there's With like the license points. With the context of that, maybe, maybe we might see something. Obviously, it being a holiday weekend, we might not see it till Tuesday or Wednesday, but uh, we'll wait and see. All right, well, uh, we're just about done here, Manny. I got one more thing for you. Uh, so over the late last week, um, and and you may or may not be familiar with, with um, this fella. Uh, his name is Noah Sweet, uh, also known as Lefty. Uh, but he paints race cars and drives race cars, but but a lot of a lot of design work, and he's done stuff with uh, Eraser, did the Firecracker. Um, I think he's painted for some of the, uh, Coke teams, you know, a fairly high profile painter. And I've, I believe I've heard of him. And I mean, I've seen some of his work, like the, I think he did one of the ally paints for, uh, for, uh, pride theme. And it was, I mean, his work is very high quality. Let me bring that up on stream because that's kind of what we're talking about here. So, yeah, here's the here's the paint. Uh, so this is the this is. I a, mean, this is tremendous. Yeah, work. And, and if you're audio only, it's it's a Jimmy Johnson livery with the 48, and uh, it's a uh, it says Ally in the normal places, and but in, on the on the on the core, rear quarter panels it says Pride Ally, and instead of the normal purple. Uh, on Jimmy Johnson's schemes with the ally, it's like a rainbow, if you can imagine that. Um, but imagine it, it really good. It looks almost in your like head. a cross between the ally paint and do you remember the old Polaroid paints? Mm, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, just a beautiful piece of work. It's really good. Uh, so, I, I, you know, and I won't speculate on anything, but basically, the idea, the, the whole, the story is that uh, he painted this livery and he, he was like he was bullied for it online in in what context uh, you know i'm not sure but basically there was bull, there was internet bullying there was harassment there it might have got to the point of death threats and uh he posted some uh, ominous, perhaps, uh, tweets uh, uh, on Twitter last week. Basically, they were they were very. Um, there was implication that they were like his last tweets, and you know it'd be better off by you know wasn't around in in that kind of a feel. And and uh, basically, the, the whole community kind of rallied up into, up and. And all the way to NASCAR radio, talking about this, uh, and it, it's I I I, can't, I have a hard time fathoming. The first off, why why the whole thing happened, but there's no place in any community for that kind of bullying. But I think Absolutely. I hope particularly in the, in the racing community, I understand that that there is a little maybe machismo or something in auto racing, but we are sim racing and, and there's, there's no place for it. And, you know, fire up the, we love lefty hashtag. Cause that's been going around. 
and uh i mean this this paint is and, awesome <laughs> it's awesome yeah and, and and not only is it like in my opinion not a political statement because it's yes. not it's just it's just saying i i would i would agree with you i believe that equal rights particularly from a basis of yeah. gender orientation discrimination i mean there's it's it's not a political matter it's it's a human matter yeah and and i think there's enough things to divide us yes than just than 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 something than, than even the man who makes the delivery like really was this was was this what you needed to do with your time and energy Harass, yeah, so, has harassed some individual really, who's doing I wish, paint work. I I wish Noah all the best. Um, you know, not you know very clear on the details, and it sounds like they're trying to keep it private, um, for understandable reasons, given the context of how um the events may have transpired in the first place. But um, nothing but the best wishes for um for Lefty and uh here's to speedy recovery, and particularly with sim racing. Um, much as you pointed out, I mean, sim racing is for everyone. Um, anyone can do this with, whether it be a $25 wheel that you pick up at a garage sale, it's like 15 years old, or whether it be, you know, a a multi-thousand dollar setup, like this is for everyone, boy or girl, any age. If you can reach the pedals, you can race. And even without, even without reaching the pedals, um. We've seen uh, really cool efforts in the community um, for uh, hand controls uh, for some of the steering wheel setups, which um, allow people who may not otherwise be able to race uh, vehicles uh, to be able to compete at even the highest levels, uh, which is, I mean, that's part of, I think, what makes sim racing special is that sim racing is ultimately for everyone. And I mean, there's no place anywhere for uh, for, for this kind of, uh, you know, behavior. But particularly when it comes to sim racing, what it is, what it's been, what it can be, I think that um, I, I, it's important to remember that uh, ultimately this is for everyone and the community is what we make of it. If if we're toxic, then the community falters, and ultimately all we can do is come together and try and lift each other up. Well, so when I did uh, IRL wrenching, uh, I I did find, and at that point, of course, I was like a musiciany twenty year old, nineteen twenty year old, and this must have been quite some time ago. <laughs> okay, bud. Okay, bud. <laughs> But I, I honestly though, like real racing was kind of like there was a little bit of toxic masculinity. It wasn't Absolutely. everywhere, and it wasn't and in I your face. It, I think it still exists, but uh, to your it, point, it does. Um, yeah, but but I think, but it was, it was. I don't want. It was far from the determining factor why I stopped doing yes. it. Very far, but. It didn't help, you know, and and I guess I guess I I like to think that sim racing is not that, you know. I I think like like holy shit, people, this is this is we can be not we can be a different community. We we can go wherever we want with it, you know. This is this is like 
this is the the racing for the people this is the young people's motorsport and like there's no we don't need any sort of toxic behavior we don't need any sort of i don't know making people feel like a snowflake or whatever and and whatever like i don't even i don't even consider myself particularly a sensitive human being but i think like at there were times when i worked in racing that i was like oh wow i'm like a little like these people kind of make me feel like a like a little little like a little baby boy like you know like like a snowflake maybe that word wasn't used maybe it was but you know there's no i think sim racing that community controls its destiny and like holy shit people let's not let's not have to talk about things like this i'd rather talk (laughs) about this paint and say wow what a paint yeah absolutely it'd be better so yeah that's what i'll say and I and I think you nailed it when you said sim racing for for anyone, whether you can touch even literally whether you can touch the pedals or not. Uh, and that and that 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 far and farther, you know. So. Yeah, and I mean, and uh, I guess kind of to wrap up my point about it being for anyone. I mean, for me, sim racing has been one of you know, the coolest things I've ever done in my life in terms of getting to meet people who I wouldn't otherwise have known, like even us. Uh, I mean, you're okay, but overall, like, I don't think we ever would have met without sim racing, uh, except maybe at a spotted cow protest. But uh, Well, you would have uh, been drinking and I would have been protesting. But... Absolutely. You would have been protesting me, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I think... Uh, this has been an avenue for me to meet some of the people who are now closest to me in my life and uh, people that I look forward to talking to on almost a daily basis. Um, obviously, you, Jeff, Pancake, uh, Nick Foster, who I'm sure will drag on the show at some point. Um, and not. I mean, oh, God. <laughs> Him and Maynard, that would be a duo for the ages. That would be quite an episode. But uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's an amazing opportunity to meet people you wouldn't have otherwise met. And I think that it's important to keep that in mind in the community that, our, uh, like you said, our communities are what we make of it. So uh, act accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, totally. And I, th- I think that even small uh, um, interactions can, can really affect the whole of the community and um, just things that you say in the voice chat to whomever that got into you or some, you know, if you got a big range of IR and a split and, um, and, and and there's a, you know, 1.3 K guy that gets up in you. And how many times you heard someone saying, Oh, you fucking idiot. Like park it. Like why are you racing? Well, cause they want to fucking race a car. I mean, they're doing, they're, ultimately, they're not going to get better unless they try. Should they practice more? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you could say, but hey, they're not going to get better unless they do it. Like, please don't wreck me. You know, be careful. Uh, fine. I understand everyone gets heated, but hey, you fucking idiot, get off the track. Do you is that really what you want? Would you rather have iRacing have less less of a community? I mean, that's or? that's I, that's, I would say that probably describes uh, your spotter experience uh, whenever you're restarting, and I. I'm I'm in your ear, but other than that, I mean that's really the only acceptable context I would say for those messages. Uh, call me when you hit 4K, buddy. 
<laughs> Brutal. Wow, it's so weird. You gained a lot of that doing a series with no cautions. Crazy, right? Uh, if oh, I really I I didn't know C open had no cautions. It's weird. <laughs> it's because the racing's better. It's like league racing. I think a lot of it came from be fixed, which was your suggestion. I, I credit, yeah. credit credit is worth credits I, I too. I'm so proud of you. Did you have you actually enjoyed your be fixed experience? Most of it. Yeah, it was good. The racing's usually pretty good. I think it's the mm-hmm. best of the fixed series, honestly. So, yeah, almost certainly. Uh, from the chat, Justin Caddy says, uh, "Sorry, Katie, right?" I just call him Caddy. Yeah. Yeah. It says how we met in real life at one point or another at autocross, but sim racing crossed our paths. Uh, he also says, "Wait, there are series that have cautions." Clearly a road race. I, I, I know as a road degenerate, that's that's hard to swallow. But yes, there are series that have cautions. Hmm. All right, let's get out of here. Uh, yeah, I know it's past your bedtime. It's uh, I mean you're probably 35 minutes overdue for your Ovaltine. So it's, <laughs> damn, Ovaltine is good though. It's delicious. I have some in my pantry. I'm gonna go. be I'm gonna be having a beer. But thank you for your. For your uh, consideration there. Get your calcium and vitamin Always look D or whatever. Look out, I don't know. But yeah, I think I think that's great. Uh, I think I might include that in the the audio and YouTube um, titles is the Sim Race Community is what we make it. And uh, excellent, excellent Manny quotes here. That's why you pay me the big bucks, right? I, I'll send you my invoice after this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just, uh, hey, if you don't see it coming in from Venmo, check PayPal. You don't see it coming from PayPal, <laughs> check Fiverr or whatever the hell. It's there, Got I it. promise. Just keep looking. <laughs> okay. Sounds like I'm going to be looking for a while. All right. Uh, so. in, in the chat, hashtag old man problems for the Ovaltine. Don't know who you're talking right. about. Don't talk about Manny like that. Uh, Attacks, but okay. Let's get out of here. All right. Always a pleasure, buddy. Yep. See you next week, guys. Later.